people of the world welcome to marketing as a foreign language this the 271st episode of the show today we're going to be talking about mark zuckerberg and the metaverse so he has finally coined a phrase to describe what i have long been describing which is a ready player one-esque virtual environment that we will all soon find ourselves in that on its face seems like a utopia, but most certainly will not be. Um, also, we're gonna be talking about President Biden walking back criticism, quote, Facebook isn't killing people, he said. Um, also on the docket, Google turns alpha fold loose on the entire human genome, an AI driven structural prediction uh, being shared through a public database what? Google will pass permanent signals with the redirect after a year. And finally, Twitter is testing upvote and downvote buttons a la Reddit to see how that works. Alejandra, thank you for swinging by in chat. I appreciate the love. Let's start with the top story. This one from TheVerge.com. If you're interested in reading the article, why don't you go ahead and click on the link in the description as June came to an end, Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg told his employees about an ambitious new initiative. The future of the company would go far beyond its current project of building a set of connected social apps um, and strive to build a maximalist interconnected set of experiences straight out of sci-fi, a world known as the metaverse. So here's a quote from Zuckerberg. He says, what I think is most interesting is how these themes will come together into a bigger idea. Obviously, it's communities, creators, commerce, that sort of thing. Um, the metaverse is a term that came from Neil Stevenson's uh, 92 sci-fi novel called Snow Crash. Um, basically, what we're talking about is a fully immersive virtual slash digital experience, according to the author of this article, Watching Zuckerberg's presentation, I couldn't decide which was more audacious, his vision itself or the timing. So in uh, a post-pandemic world, it makes sense that we're going to try to get completely inside the machine, just crawl inside it and live there forever. Um, if you haven't seen Bo Burnham's Inside on Netflix, I highly recommend it. Um, there are some pretty startling psychological consequences of going completely inside the machine. To be fair, when I was younger and spending eight hours playing video games, um, there was a lot of criticism for spending too much time in front of a computer. Obviously, I spend that much time in front of a computer every day now for my job, as do most, well, I shouldn't say most, but many, many people. And so at the end of the day, um, as this relates to entrepreneurship, we are going to have AI glasses. We are going to be inside um, of virtual environments more and more and more. Um, Zuckerberg himself uh, coining, well, not really coining the term, but using that term, metaverse. So we shall see what exactly will transpire. There's going to be a lot of people that are not going to do well in this particular atmosphere. If you think it's bad now with your little alerts going off, um, imagine a world where advertisers um, are inside of your head. <laughs> I mean, you're walking down the street 
And uh, turning off ads is going to be a premium. Um, if you want to be inside the metaverse and you want to be ad free, it's very similar to what we see with YouTube right now, where you can pay to not be indoctrinated as much, remembering that the content itself is often laden with ads. You have to pay YouTube premium, et cetera. And so the price for not being subjected to the effects of commerce via advertising is only going to go up as we spend more and more of our time in virtual reality. So welcome 3D reality to the planet. It's coming. They have the funds. Um, buckle up. Biden walking back criticism. Facebook isn't killing people. This from the hill.com. President Biden on Monday softened his criticism that platforms like Facebook are killing people with misinformation about the coronavirus pandemic, saying he wishes the company would do more to stop the spread of inaccurate information. Quote, Facebook isn't killing people. These 12 people are out there giving misinformation. Anyone listening to it is getting hurt by it. It's killing people. It's bad information. That's the original quote. Uh, he told this to reporters after giving remarks about the economy, referencing a study that showed a dozen accounts on Facebook that were responsible for the majority of misinformation about the coronavirus vaccine. I find it interesting that the president of the United States is unable to do more than criticize. And to me, this is the key point um, of uh, globalism as it stands in 2021, which is to say that if the president of a nation can only wag his finger and say, hey, this shouldn't be happening, how much power does that person have? Um, meanwhile, um, Mark Zuckerberg in an instant could delete all of these accounts. Um, it just goes to show that multinational corporations, Facebook in particular, um, are truly in the seat of power. They choose, um, they make the decision. Quote, my hope is that Facebook, instead of taking it personally, that somehow I'm saying Facebook is killing people, that they would do something about the misinformation, the outrageous misinformation about the vaccine Biden added. That's what I meant. So again, being president of the United States apparently does not imbue one with the power to stop misinformation on social media platforms. How interesting. Um, Again, the global reach of companies like Facebook and their royal power, you could argue, um, is on display here um, as Biden walks back comments. Um, asked if he felt Facebook has done enough to curb misinformation on its platform, Biden said he didn't think they had as of the last few days, but didn't know for sure. Quote, I'm trying to make people look at themselves. He said when asked how he might hold Facebook and other platforms accountable, quote, look in the mirror, think about that misinformation going to your son, your daughter, that's all I'm asking. So it's not as if there aren't countless laws um, and bills um, that folks are promoting to try to regulate uh, companies like Facebook. It's just that given the fact that every country has to individually attack Facebook, um, Facebook's massive, massive budget. It makes it difficult, clearly, for governments to do anything about it. Uh, isn't to say that they've done nothing. But again, President of the United States simply making comments, walking them back. ArsTechnica.com, Google turns AlphaFold loose 
on the entire human genome. Just one week after Google's DeepMind AI group finally described its biology efforts in detail, the company is releasing a paper that explains how it analyzed nearly every protein encoded in the human genome and predicted its likely three-dimensional structure. The structure can be critical for understanding disease and designing treatments. I find it somewhat nightmarish that we live in a time wherein we are unable to do much um, about viruses. Viruses still have our number in 2021. Uh, we've done a lot um, on the bacterial side, uh, penicillin, etc. but many viruses, our antiviral um, strategy is, uh, is not great. Um, I think in 100 years, 200 years, when AI has been able to tackle viruses via God knows what, nanodrones maybe, um, we will look back um, at a time that was viral. Um, here we are living in a viral time. Um, HIV is a good example of that. But there are many other viruses that people suffer from that are lifelong uh, problems that we simply do not have cures for. Um, we've got sort of um, prehistoric uh, things to tell folks like, well, drink more water and exercise and these sorts of things. But clearly we're not attacking the virus itself. Um, and so when I see articles like Google turning AlphaFold loose on the entire human genome, um, I see the mapping of something um, that could lead to therapies for things like, oh, I don't know, cancer and and HIV. So back to the article, normally these structures are determined by isolating the protein, preparing it for imaging, and barring it with electrons. These techniques are difficult and time-consuming, and they often fail. So this is very similar to, as I've mentioned many times on the show, chess. Uh, Magnus Carlsen, the best chess player, cannot win against um, the best chess computers, not even close. And so when it comes to emerging into this world of AI and machine learning, please, 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 please let us find a cure for things like HIV and cancer. I, uh, as much as I'm critical of Google and Facebook and these sorts of uh, companies, they are doing some incredible work. Searchengineland.com for my entrepreneurs, Google will pass permanent signals with a redirect after a year. So if you have a redirect live for a year, you can then remove the redirect and Google will continue to pass the signals from the original URL to the destination URL. According to the article, we know Google has told us to leave our redirects up for at least a year, but now Gary Ilias from Google said the quote concrete answer after he dug into how search handles it internally is to leave your redirect for up, excuse me, for at least one year this results in Google passing any signals from the original URL to the destination URL. So the internet is fluid. Um, if you are moving from say um, one website to another, here you have it, the concrete answer, leave the redirect up for at least a year. Final article of the day, Twitter is testing upvote and downvote buttons on tweets. If you go to Reddit, this has been the way of things for quite a while. Um, I find it fascinating that sites like Facebook, Twitter, etc. Have, have always only let people like it or not, 
And you've got to wonder how many people leave a nasty comment because they are unable to hit the downvote button. So here we go. Twitter is working on new upvote and downvote reactions according to theverge.com for tweets to accompany the usual options to retweet and reply. Twitter confirmed it was testing the feature for a small group of users on iOS, and it's already been spotted according to multiple tweets from users that are part of the test group. Twitter writes that iOS users may see upvote and downvotes in several different styles, but at the end of the day, you get the idea. So Zuckerberg is uh, interested in us being completely immersed in a digital environment. Um, heaven or hell, we shall see. Biden walking back criticism. Facebook isn't killing people. How much power does any government have um, when fighting against what they believe is misinformation or wrongdoing um, via Facebook and companies like it? Gelf Gelfa. Google turns alpha fold loose on the entire human genome. Can we map it? I think we're getting, um, well, I shouldn't say, can we map it? What I should say is, are we getting closer to solving incurable, previously incurable diseases? God, I hope so. Twitter, you know, up, down, up vote, down vote. Is this the future for Twitter? Probably. Or it'll be like fleets. Fleets were tweets that disappeared after 24 hours uh, that Twitter simply got rid of. <laughs> they do a lot of things that they simply get rid of. And uh, Google passing permanent signals with a redirect after one year. Ladies and gentlemen, that is marketing as a foreign language for this, the 22nd of July, 2021. Hope you're having a wonderful summer. Y'all know the drill. If you want to join us live, 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, youtube.com forward slash send it rising is where you're gonna want to go. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, after the fact, we love you. We appreciate you. Have a good one. See you next time.